Welcome to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Every week, I'll be sitting down with a sales executive where they'll share their stories and experiences that produce game-changing results. Let's be honest, sales can be a tough game. I'm sure at some point, we've all delivered a less than stellar demo, been ghosted by a client or two, and sometimes maybe we did more talking than listening. And that's where I can help. The stories and insights our guests share can be applied to your own business, your territory, or with your team, so you're not reinventing the wheel. Our weekly tactics and strategies help you get out of your head and start creating your own path towards game-changing results. Welcome back to the K2 Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Kelly. Now, most times I have a guest on the show where we talk about what game-changing results they're experiencing with themselves, their team, or what they're seeing in the industry. And oftentimes I come on and I share what I'm seeing. And, and this is one of those times where I'm going to share my perspective. So in Canada here, we are on our March break, which, you know, growing up, it's some, some years we were swimming and some years we were tobogganing. So you just never know what you're going to get. And this year, you know, we had a bit of both, but you can feel there's a bit of spring in the air. We finally have uh, a date where we can remove masks. So it feels like we're, we're shedding um, an old layer, both, you know, covid weather-related issues, and we're just re-emerging, and it's kind of, there's a new birth feel. And I, and I wanted to talk today about belief. And oftentimes, uh, when I do sales training, I always start with the belief system, because in my opinion, you know, I can teach you any tactic and any technique, but if there's a lack of belief, you know, you, you can you can experience temporary results, but that's that's it. You know, willpower will only take you so long if you fully don't believe in your own capability. And so, a lot of times, you know, people are seeking external validation, yeah, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a sales rep, and there's, you know, they're, they're looking at validation from their customers. Um, I had a coaching client the other day and, and she said to me, you know, at any point, Karen, if you feel my business isn't going to work, will you let me know? And I was so sad to hear that because I thought, you know, who cares what I think? Like, I'm going to give you advice. But that just showed me that, you know, you don't have belief in yourself. Like you're putting all your eggs in, in what I think. And so I really want to talk to you about the importance of, of belief. And when we don't believe in ourselves, and especially as sales reps, our job is, you know, is a transfer of enthusiasm, of passion. And so if we're coming to our conversations to whether they're now face-to-face or virtual, and we're coming at it from a depleted vessel or our lens is tainted and we don't fully believe in ourselves, you know, that transfer is at 50% or less. And so when you think about the com- competition and how competitive it is, and for every two two of us that was in the past, there's 10 of us now. So they're looking for energy. They're looking for passion. If you're not excited about helping, about what your product can do for them, what outcomes you can provide, you know, how, how can you expect them to? They're, they're looking at you to really, you know, create that source of, of flame and passion. And a lot of it is because we don't know what makes us happy. We don't know what fulfills us. We don't know what our, our purpose is. And, you know, I do start a lot of the trainings with Simon Sinek's, you know, really understanding our why and the legacy we want to leave and the impact. Because when you know that, and it's very crystallized in your head, you know, everything you do comes from that place. And sometimes in times like this in COVID, we, we get off track and we're like, well, that, that used to fulfill me and that used to bring me joy, but it doesn't anymore. And when I would say that's normal. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of competing priorities uh, helping, you know, if you had 
young kids, if you have, you know, aging parents, COVID's hit us all in different ways. So it's, it's expected almost that our purposes change, but, but it's incumbent upon us to really seek and dig down and find it again. What does make us happy? What does fulfill us? What is meaningful for us? Because if we're not aware of that, you know, we're, we're going to be showing up less than half percent at everything we do. And, you know, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. So, you know, how can you really connect with yourself, understand your passion, your why, and transfer that to your customers, to your prospects? And I, I did my first face-to-face training last week after two years. And it was it was magical. It was so great to be back. Again, I love virtual and there's definitely room for both. But comment after the course was, it's so obvious that you're doing exactly what you should be doing. Out of a group of 25, at least five of them said the same thing. And, and I just thought, you know, yeah, I love what I do. But I also am very aware of why I'm doing what I do and what it passion and what it, how it fulfills me and how I genuinely want to help people and how I also am very empathetic to where some of the challenges lie, whether it's imposter syndrome, whether it's, you know, in the delivery, whether we get inside our heads too much. So I, I'm coming at it through the lens of really trying to help, but also well aware of where, they, where they're at. Because in my 20-year career, I was at all those places too. And sometimes I still get at them. It, it was great to get that recognition and that transference that they did feel the energy. They did get that exchange of passion. So that, that was a, a really great feeling um, for myself. But I, I want to talk about the risks of not having the belief in yourself and, and what, what the impact is downstream. And the first one is, you know, when you're delivering that your value prop, so you've understood, you know, a little bit about your prospect, their challenges, you know, the, the size of the problem they're they're trying to work through or the goal they're trying to achieve. And you're not connected to yourself and your why, and you don't perhaps believe that you're capable to deliver on this. You know, you're just pitching. You're not even fully understanding. You're just pitching because you're making it about yourself. There's probably an element of desperation there. So those who are connected to their why and their purpose, you know, we, we are able to seek to understand and step back you know, remove the desperation and really just like ask great questions, lean into our curiosity, um, ask illuminating questions that allow us to get our, our audience to think different. And we're coming at this because we're, we're creative, we're detached from the out, the, uh, the outcome. And we're, and we're confident, we're confident in ourselves and our ability to ask these questions. And so I think when I, when I see in, in my practice, a lot of people just pitch and I'm like, what are you doing? You don't even understand like their business. If you can solve their problem, like sometimes maybe sales just isn't for you. You know, if it's, if you're, we're not willing to try and lean into fully understand what's going on, the scope, is it a good fit? Are we a- even able to solve this? You know, then, then what's the point in doing all this? So really, you know, understanding our audience, understanding the value we bring that all comes from a belief. And so that, that's the first area I would say that if we're lacking belief, that is going to definitely come across when we are, when it's time to share our value prop, it's going to be flat. We're probably going to start with it and we don't fully understand the customer and they're going to feel, unfortunately, that we sound like a lot of typical salespeople. The second one is uh, knowing your worth. And so often when I do call coaching and it gets to the pricing point, you know, there's never a pause. So they drop the price, 
drop it, meaning they share, they deliver the price. And then they immediately go into, oh, you know, maybe we can, uh, we can look at something and, you know, I can talk to my manager. <laughs> it's like, they didn't even come back with a rebuttal. So what I see there is there's the people are afraid of silence and three to five seconds is expected. So wait your three to five seconds, allow it to di- them to digest it. Um, you might have to, you know, explain it a little bit, but know your worth, know the deliverables, know what you have to do in order to help them achieve that outcome and educate them along that because sometimes they just see a number and they don't know what's part of that number. Also, you know, and some people say this to me as well, you know, what is, this is an hourly rate. Well, you're also getting 20 years of experience. You know, I'm not, I'm not just a trainer. I've carried a bag. I've, I've overcome these challenges for two decades. That's what you're getting access to. And so where is that in line with your business? When they're buying you, they're also buying your confidence, your ability to achieve the, res- the results, the outcomes they're looking for. So why are we wavering? Why can we, why do we hold our punches and start like hitting the panic button and the discount button? Pause, know your worth, know your value, know the solution. If you've done your due diligence in all aspects of the buyer's journey, when it comes down to the cost, you got to hold your, hold, hold it, hold strong, know your worth. And you know, if they're transactional, it's not what they're looking for, then you know, let them move on. But I, I think too often we immediately doubt ourselves and think, oh no, yeah, maybe we are too expensive. Well, maybe you're not. And, and, and maybe you are, I'll, I'll flip it back and say, you know, you also have to do your due diligence, know what others are charging, know what, you know, your profitability is, and are you within the range, all that thing. But if, you know, assuming all that is correct, don't waver, hold, hold, hold still, hold strong and know your worth. And the third one is, you know, hold yourself accountable. You know, you have this strong belief. You now have to deliver what you've said you're going to deliver. So how do you show up? How do you come across and know that your capability and your commitment is going to help or get get you the results that they're looking for? Like you got to deliver on it now. So how can you show up into these conversations knowing that you can do it? And part of that is just, you know, going through the process, educating them, but also, you know, have you done this before? How can you draw on some past customer stories and experiences that can put your prospects at ease, letting them know this is, this isn't my first, you know, rodeo here, but also believing in yourself going, okay, I've, I've got the deal now. Now I got to hold myself accountable. I actually got to do the work. And sometimes, you know, with, with sales, it's the thrill of the kill and we, we want the deal and we get it. And then it's like, oh man, now I got to do it. Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. And you can't waver on what you committed. So you don't want to overcommit, under deliver. Uh, you got to, you got to hold yourself accountable just as you have to hold them accountable that now you're in a partnership. So getting the deal is the fun part. We're all in energy. We got it. And then the hard work begins. Okay. This is where the experience comes along. And what kind of experience are you going to create for them that at the end of this partnership, they're going to continue on with you, but they're also going to share with their friends, their, their partners, what a great experience it is so that you can get referrals and repeat business. So again, tying back to, you know, how can we enter, you know, spring, the new phase of, you know, a bit of freedom, leaving 
what no longer serves us behind and really sharpening our, our, our acts around our belief. And, um, how can we, how can we really and truly believe that we have the ability to do something because our beliefs influence our behaviors and our behaviors, you know, drive the results. So if we're starting at the very top with a tainted belief system, you can bet everything downstream is tainted. And that's going to impact the results. It's going to impact um, the way our customers perceive us. And we're just not going to drive the results we want. And we're not going to also be happy. So again, you know, what, what can you do? What can you do to really increase your, your level of belief? You know, talk to your friends, talk to your colleagues and say, like, how would you describe me? You know, what are some of the key strengths that you would say about me? And, and sometimes when you hear these stories, because, again, we're, we're playing a narrative and a message in our brains. that's probably very different than, than the message we're going to get back from our audience that we've we've solicited feedback from. But, you know, ask them, like, how would you describe me? What, what key strengths do you have? And read some of those back. And, uh, and you'll be amazed at the things you hear and, and the story you've continued to tell yourself. And also I would say, you know, if there's any positive remarks, responses, you know, really uplifting things you've done or feedback you've got, keep a little journal, keep a Google doc or something and, and reread it oftentimes because, you know, life is so busy, but I think when you look back at the moments that you've made a difference in someone's life and you've helped them. And it reminds you of, yeah, this is who I am. Like, this is the way they see me. How can I now see myself in that same light? So we really need to work on our belief that it's unwavering, that we're coming at it from a sense of conviction, of confidence. That's what they're buying. They're buying our confidence. So how can we leave the lack of belief in the past with the winter and the snow? And how can we reemerge as confident, capable, credible, strong. And you know what? Align it back to your why. Why do we do what we do? So really connect with yourself, heighten your self-awareness and and do a a check-in to remind yourself, what's changed? Does this still bring me joy? You know, what do I need to change in my life that no longer serves me, that no longer fulfills me, that's contributing to my belief? All those things, you know, and I can say I do this regularly, but hey, I'm human too. And there's times that, you know, my belief is questionable as well. And you know, when I find myself in that zone, you know, I, I can quickly recognize it and I start looking around at what I'm, what I'm doing. And usually there's behaviors that trigger what I'm doing. And so I would invite you to the same, look at where are patterns? When does this usually, when do I kind of fall off and start doubting myself? Am I looking at social media too much? Am I comparing myself to other people? Like, what are you doing that you can get in front of? So uh, anyway, if you enjoyed this, uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the both YouTube channel and the K2 Sales Podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep your chin up. Thanks for listening. Happy spring, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the K2 Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Our weekly sales insights are geared towards sales reps, leaders, and small business owners to help navigate the complexity of modern day sales. Our tactical takeaways help you put a plan in place to start creating your own game-changing results. Until next time, happy selling. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.